Hi, I'm Sam, and I'd like to introduce Russ Jaguer, a member of the Association, a band from the 60s. Russ is one of the only musicians to open the first ever rock festival, the 1967 Monterey Pop Festival. And I believe it was just your birthday a few days ago. So happy yes, birthday, it was. birthday, Russ. Yeah. And welcome. How are you today? Very good. Very well, indeed. I'm, I'm glad to be around. It's a good thing, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> so what were some of your favorite shows you ever played? Well, Monterey was great for us because uh, we usually we'd work and then we'd just pack up and head off for the next date. But with Monterey, we opened the show and we stayed all three days and nights. So that was a great one for us. Oh, that must have been a blast. You got to see all of It the was. Night. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah, there were some truly iconic moments. Uh, yes, Monterey. yes, there were. <laughs> so how did you join the association? Well, um, it, there was a group called The Men. It's 11 guys. And Terry Kirkman, the guy who wrote Cherish, and Jules Alexander were in The Men. And one of their members uh, left the group, their, their, lead, their main lead singer, to uh, join the Christie's to take place of uh, their of their lead singer who was leaving. And uh, they asked me to join the band. And uh, oh, it was a big band. I thought, oh, God, it's an awfully big band. So they said, let us do a show for you. So they, they did, and I, they were so good. So I joined the band. A few months later, that band broke up, and uh, the association started. Oh, that's that's nice. So yeah, it was great. Uh, uh, they one of the guys we were rehearsing. One of the guys called a meeting. <laughs> Not one of the association guys, but one of the guys in the band. One guy started raking Terry over the coals, and, uh, and I was going, "What's going on here?" I really didn't quite understand. And all of a sudden, Jules stood up and says, "I'm just, I'm tired of this. I'm, I'm out of here," and got up and walked out. And I said, "Well." So I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I gotta go with Jules. <laughs> so I walked out. Ted walked out. Uh, Brian walked out. A guy named Bob Page, and Terry walked out. Terry said, "You know, you just lost your band." And so he started rehearsing the next next day. So how did you settle on the name, the association? Well, uh, there was this old uh, filthy joke called the aristocrats, and the punchline to the to the joke is. They actually made a movie about this joke. It's, it's, it was such a legendary joke. But the aristocrats didn't seem, when we looked it up, Terry's, Terry's wife, Judy, the lady was later to become his wife. Judy looked it up and it didn't, didn't sound right. So, uh, But she came across the association and she said, here's an interesting one. The association, a group of, a group of people united for a common goal. So we just went, well, that sounds good. So we just become the, became the association. Well, I, that's interesting, actually. You, it, you don't often hear about how um, bands were named. Personally, I find it really neat to, to hear about all that history with bands. Well, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> so as well as playing at Monterey Pop, you also played on the Ed Sullivan show, right? Oh yeah, that was great. So many iconic moments on that show as well. Yeah, he would just yeah. he would come in at the last minute in a limousine. He'd drive up in the back door, cooking through the back door. They hand him a clipboard with a bunch of pieces of paper on it. He'd read them, and then and then start the show. 
<laughs> everyone else, everyone else had rehearsed, but he didn't need any rehearsal. He was Ed Sullivan after all. Yes, well, I I found your performance of Never My Love on that show very good. Excellent. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of that song. <laughs> well, Never My Love is the second most played song of all time. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. There were uh, the guys who wrote Never My Love were Dick and Donna Dreesy. One of the brothers uh, told me there was a list when when the century when the uh, century changed. Oh. Said there was a list of tunes, of the most played tunes, and we have three of them: "Cherish," uh, "Cherish," "Windy," and "Never My Love." "Never My Love" is the second. "Cherish" and I, somewhere on there, and so is "Never My Love." Yeah, I mean, all three great songs. The association. They, were, they yeah. all went to number one. It was great for us. You, they were great. You guys had some really, really great songs. I was listening. Yeah, yeah, we were very lucky. Yeah, I was listening to a few of them the other night with my parents, and they were like, wow, you're interviewing a guy from the association? Like, that's a, <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> so how did the association reach such incredible harmonies? Well, we worked, uh, we actually rehearsed for about five or six months before we performed anywhere. And that's why we had six guys. So we we had uh, two tenors, one bass, and three baritones. So it was, uh, we, we just, uh, that's what we wanted. We wanted to do music that would take that many voices. That's why we had six guys. We still do. Yeah. Two, two of the guys of the group that perform are still original members. Yeah, well, you guys have such a signature sound. Like, those harmonies are just incredible. I, I love them. So how did you get into music and being in bands? Well, I actually uh, was a rock and roller, and uh, I got into folk music because just around, and I liked I liked folk music a lot, so I learned to be a folk singer. And uh, I worked lights and sound at the Ice House in Pasadena, which uh, did uh, folk music and comedy. And uh, I had stage fright, so I used... Uh, I do a, a hoot nanny at the ice house once a month, and I do a hoot nanny at the troubadour once a month, till I get over my stage fright. And uh, I uh, joined the men, like I told you. And after the men broke up, we uh, the men was the first was the first group to be called folk rock. And so uh, after uh, we just became a rock and roll band, you know. Yeah, that rock and roll is a great thing. <laughs> so who were some of your musical inspirations? Well, I, I like Ray Charles. I liked, uh, there are a lot of folk singers I like. Uh, we play with a lot of people. We play with a lot of people that I really liked. Um, there was not, not, not any one group or one, one person that was inspirational. We played with a lot of bands. We played, our first band we ever uh, toured with when we first started, was a Love and Spoonful, and they we loved them. They had a lot of great, great hits and great band. Um, Little Anthony and the Imperials was a great band. We loved them. We did quite a few dates with them. Three Dog Night came out after us, but they were uh, they were a great band. We were all fans of Danny Hutton, who put Three Dog Night together. The Spinners were great. They sang one of my favorite tunes, uh, Rubber Band Man. They had a tenor in a group that. Uh, Consistently set chills up my spine. The group played with, uh, did a date with Aretha Franklin, you know. Chuck Berry, we did uh, one of the inventors of rock and roll. We played with him many times, probably eight or ten times. He was a great writer, great singer, dancer. We played with the Everly Brothers a couple of times. 
They were really the creators of, of guitar rock and roll. Uh, we loved the Rascals. You know, the Four Tops were wonderful, very aptly named Four Tops. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those are all incredible musicians, like the Love and Spoonful, the Everly Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were lucky we got to play with all these guys. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did, when the Mamas and Papas came out, we did about 60 dates with them. They only did about 90 dates in their whole career. Really? And we did 60 of them with them. And then when they they broke up, they put together uh, Denny Doherty and John Phillips, Put together a group with uh, Elaine Spanky McFarlane, with Spanky McFarlane replacing Cass, and John's daughter Mackenzie Phillips replacing his ex-wife Michelle. They were great. They were, and we did a lot of dates, dates with them. They would stay together for many, for God, another six or ten years. They were a great sounding band. When we did a lot of dates with Gary Puckett, we did over a hundred with Gary Puckett, the Buckinghams, a lot of groups we played with, Paul Revere and the Raiders. Well, that's we did our first show with them. Yeah, that that's so many people. That's absolutely incredible. You got to experience all that music history and just yeah, music. it was pretty great. We loved it. <laughs> what music do you listen to today? Uh, I like uh, Django Reinhardt. There's a guy called Django Reinhardt. Really, Django yeah. Reinhardt, amazing guitar he was a, player. He's a great guitarist. Yeah, Stefan. Probably and the best guitarist that ever walked the earth. <laughs> Been dead for many years. Yes. I also uh, listen to old recordings of a band called Dan Hicks and his Hot Licks. I still listen to Chuck Berry, Ravi Shankar, a great sitar, sitar player. Oh, yeah, he's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and the Dave Brubeck Quintet Quartet. Excuse me, Quintet. Mm. God, <laughs> the Dave Brubeck Quintet Quartet. Elvis. I still listen now and again to Johnny Cash, see Jimmy Cliff, Paul Simon, particularly the Graceland, Graceland album. A lot of stuff from the 60s and 50s. I still listen to Elvis. You see, he was just so good. He was a complete pack. I still listen to Eartha Kitt, too. I loved Eartha Kitt. I, felt, I just had a crush on her when I was a kid, and uh, I used to go see her at a synagogue in the Roosevelt Hotel. Saw her there five or six times. One time I couldn't get anyone to go with me. So I went alone. It was during the week. It was a good-sized audience, but not quite full. No one was sitting at the bar at the back of the room, so I sat at the bar. Great view of the stage. The lights went down, and Eartha Kitt came in the dark and sat next to me. Oh. The spotlight came up on the both of us, and she began her sensing to me. I about fell over. I had a crush on this lady for That's amazing. <laughs> many years. Her voice and her look since I was about 13, it made my week. <laughs> that yeah, that must have been quite an experience. Well, thank you so much for Well, thank you for having us. the interest in calling. Yeah, yeah, it was very very fun talking to you. I always love hearing about rock and roll stories from Yeah, yeah rock and roll is good stuff. It it really is. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sam.